Hello and how do you do my dear listeners? As the week comes to an end, would you say you've been productive? Have you been able to finish that book you've been meaning to? Or written that report you've been putting off for a long time? Or like me, have you succumbed to the temptation of the new season of your favorite show that just dropped on Netflix? telling yourself that you will finish the task at hand before the weekend ends well oops for us procrastination is a charge many of us are guilty of you know when i was young my dad would always tell me procrastination is the thief of time and i did not like this proverb because one it had difficult spellings and two the meaning was also not very direct and clear Uh, how could anything steal an abstract concept like time i remember thinking and yet since our time on this earth is limited we must pay very close attention to anything that takes away our time procrastination which means willfully delaying or postponing something is one such practice it is indeed one of the most damaging habits known to affect our personalities and consequently our lives Let's take Madhu's example. Madhu had to write a 10-page essay as a part of her internship. Sure it required a lot of reading and research, but she was given the topic on day 1 and had 3 months to write it. Many times while binge watching a TV series or before sleeping at night, Madhu remembered the task, but she kept postponing it. Finally, when there was just 1 week left for the submission, Madhu decided that it was time to complete the essay and she stayed up two whole nights and completed it. She was proud of herself for not having missed the deadline. However, she found herself feeling very awkward when the supervisor spoke for a long time praising her co-worker Komal's essay and did not even mention hers. Further, she was deeply disappointed when she did not receive any pre-placement offer from the firm she was interning for. while komal did now madhu perceived herself to be much smarter and better than her friend so she could not fathom how she was overlooked the answer lay in her own procrastination about the essay madhu had wasted most of her time and written the essay in 2 days komal had taken pains from the word go this difference in effort clearly reflected in the quality of the output Madhu's work was fraught with errors and lacked organization, clarity and depth. Perez Komal's work was detailed and lucid and practically error-free. The reason was not that Komal had a superior intelligence. It was because Komal had put in meticulous hard work which was exactly the kind of dedication the organization was looking for. So Madhu lost out on a good opportunity despite being talented and deserving due to her habit of procrastinating. So why do we procrastinate and what can be done about it? The first and most obvious reason is that we feel lazy. I know this sounds a bit harsh and it's hard to accept, but it is best to be spoken of clearly. 
Procrastination is one of the many habits that form the spectrum of laziness or the basic desire to avoid any kind of work that is difficult. Many of us are lazy, although some are reluctant to admit it and find every reason under the sun to justify their inaction. Laziness is a habit that is extremely hard to break. Now, many people will advise you to just snap out of it. But I know it's not that simple. We need to first acknowledge that we are suffering from an ailment called laziness. Then we need to be firm with ourselves in dealing with it. Simplest way is to make a doable routine first and stick with it for at least one month. Then make it more disciplined as the days pass by. You could make certain desirable actions contingent on the less desirable ones. Um, for example, I will not check my mobile till I have read two pages of my textbook or I will not have dinner till I have packed my bag for tomorrow. This way, you are able to build in some good habits in your daily life and overcome laziness. The second reason is that we don't really like the work. Many a times in life, we end up in jobs which we don't really like, enjoy or value. And I know it really sucks to be stuck in a career that gives you no satisfaction. And it is difficult to wake up and go to work every day and perform tasks that do not evoke any enthusiasm in you. Now, if this is your situation, um, make the effort to find work that you truly like. And if that is not financially rewarding, you could at least take it up as a hobby. Then you take your official work and call it the source that pays for your hobby. This way, your work would seem a little more likable. Um, also think of the other things that you like about your workplace, such as good colleagues, a decent pay package or a healthy work environment. You know, these are not really easy to come by. Counting the positives may help you to like your work better and do it in time. Sometimes we also feel that the work is not up to our level or that no one really cares about our output. And so we see no reason to do it in time. But this is a kind of passive aggression and it is an unhealthy response to tasks. So first and foremost, we need to have an approach and think that no work is beneath us. Secondly, instead of aiming for recognition for everything, one could aim to do one's job perfectly and in time, every time. A third probability could be that we feel anxious about facing the work. Sometimes the task at hand is so challenging that it makes us feel anxious instead of passionate. Instead of filling our minds with zeal, it fills it with a sense of dread. Avoidance is the hallmark of anxiety. If we try to do the work, we feel nervous. So rather than working through our anxiety, which is very uncomfortable, it is actually far simpler to postpone doing the work. In such scenarios, it would be a good idea to determine if you have enough knowledge about your subject matter. A lack of knowledge makes us anxious and one way to manage this is to study more and increase our familiarity with the subject matter. Another method is to finish the task first thing in the morning. This way, the anxiety does not escalate as the day passes and one is less likely to end the day without doing the job. It could also be that we feel that the work is 
way too huge. When we are given projects to complete, some of them are so enormous that we don't really know when to begin and how to proceed and how to all get it together in the end. Usually, deadlines for bigger jobs are also much longer. So, we end up in indulging in the fallacy that we have plenty of time and push the work for a later date. For projects that are of mammoth proportions, the most logical method is to first divide it into stages of planning and execution. There has to be a date which marks the end of planning and the beginning of execution. Break the actual execution into smaller tasks and set closer deadlines for those tasks. Have a timeline for ready reference on your table or computer screen. This way, confusion will pave way for clarity and procrastination will give way to action. If you are a serial procrastinator, chances are that you find it hard to take decisions. Every job involves taking a lot of decisions and this proves to be the undoing of many people. Some people are impulsive and take decisions on the spot and sometimes benefit from it and sometimes regret it. For others, taking even a small decision can be a huge challenge because they are worried if they have taken all factors into consideration or not. So, they choose to simply keep thinking and contemplating rather than taking any action. If you are an indecisive person, help yourself take decisions by adding two members to your team. Conduct a brainstorming session and take the decision once all the ideas have been bounced back and forth. Don't agonize yourself with every small thing. Set the ball rolling. And finally, there is that affliction of perfection. We want to be perfect. In fact, some people want everything to be so perfect even before they begin that they spend a lot of time in planning and preparation, trying to eliminate all errors even before they've taken the first step. But we have to realize that for most things in life, we learn as we go along. We attain perfection only after making a lot of mistakes. If we keep sitting at the show waiting for everything to be perfect, we are likely to never set sail. Perfection is a myth and its quest must not let us to the point of inaction. So, my dear listeners, try to analyze why you procrastinate and incorporate these changes I've just listed. And I swear I'm personally going to stay off Netflix for the next couple of days and finish writing that paper. I'd love to know if these tricks work for you. Write to me with feedback, questions and any topics you might want me to cover in the podcast at drhappy2021 at gmail.com That is d-o-c-t-o-r-h-a-p-p-y 2021 at the rate gmail.com Until the next time, be good to yourself and be happy.